Hey, I'm Chris. I'm Evan. And welcome to Track Talk with Chris and Evan. Hey, I did it. <laughs> we'll get we'll get on it. We'll get on it. Yeah, welcome to Track Talk with, uh, with Evan and Chris, or whatever we we're gonna ever call it. Um, we've been chatting about this for quite a while. Uh, we're big running nerds, uh, as it was a surprise to Braden on one of the last podcasts that we did. And Wait a minute. You know way more about running than I thought you did. <laughs> <laughs> so we figured me and like Evan and I talk about running all the time. And I think you're the one that actually can talk about just the nerdiest parts of running for a long time. <laughs> so I figured why not? Let's get let's get a uh, podcast that's more focused in on the running side of things uh, with somebody that follows a sport just as much as I do. Um, so as with every podcast on this little network of mine that I've I think it's just going to kind of call it a network at this point because we're doing different kinds of things on it. Um, we're going to open up a beer, and we're going to open a beer that uh, I'm really excited about. Actually, this is the first time I've had this one. I've actually started giving him away, uh, and I never got a chance to try it. So it's a cool chance to actually try it. This is uh, DDH United. It's a murky India Pale Ale from Pure Project out of San Diego. Um, I grabbed it on my way out to California about a month ago. It's super, super murky, as it says on the can. And uh, Evan, you need to. Uh, it's weird to me to say this on 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 <laughs> through audio, but you need to feel this can. Oh, whoa! It's like textured. That's cool. It's the can's red, white, and blue, and has like kind of a wooden. It's like wooden panels is what the can looks like. Um, Pure Products, I think, has arrived in my top three breweries in the world at this point for myself. Um, the other two I won't mention um, until I drink them. But uh, yeah, let's try them out. I put a lot more head than I should have. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> mm, that's pretty good. I like it. I like that. It's really good. Um, Slightly more of an aftertaste than I thought it would have. Like kind of a lemony? It kind of like, it like snuck up on me. Yeah. No, I taste mm. it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, good though. I wanted to start off the episode, especially our first time doing this one, just kind of introducing ourselves. Uh, you guys have heard a lot of me already, uh, so we'll kind of just quick quick points. I've been following running since 2007, I think at this point. Uh, was around during the die stat days, uh, lingered around, let's run a little too much still, uh, and I follow sport more so than I should be, especially during work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the sport. I love following the sport. If it wasn't for that, I don't think I'd still be running. Um, I love seeing all the aspects of just how racing goes, tactics and everything like that. And uh, it brought me some of my best friends and it's brought me to Ohio. So I uh, love talking about it. Evan, tell, them, tell the crew about uh, somebody, about how you got into running. Uh, yeah, so as far as like following running, um, I mean, I started running in middle school. And so if we're doing years, I would have been in middle school in 2009, I think. Um, so started running cross country in middle school and then ran all through high school, uh, ran NERCA in college, NERCA underappreciated possibly, still a cool avenue for racing. We should support it. Um, and then just, I mean, while I was in high school, I wrote for a track blog called uh, E-Train, or I guess E-Train was the original. I wrote for uh, PA Don't Play, um, wrote for that for a little while. And then I wrote for um, The Real Train, which was E-Train's comeback. Um, I wrote that with uh, Garrett Zatlin, who started up uh, the Stride Report, which has unfortunately recently folded, um, but hopefully they can we can see some cool stuff from them at some point as well. But yeah, just uh, happy to be back following the sport, getting back into it training wise myself. So happy to be here. Yeah, we're happy to have you back just running in general. You made a comeback tour. Uh, you're on your comeback tour right now. So I am. Uh, well, I'm in the prepping stages of a comeback tour. If I'm on the comeback tour now, I'll be hurt next week. <laughs> hey, you're able to run again. Somewhere. I am. So yeah, really good, which is cool. So you're coming off an injury, aren't you? Or coming off a surgery, was it? Uh, kind of. So I, um, I guess this is back, uh, fall of like 2018. Started having like twinges in my in my left knee, 
and then ran on it through uh, to the spring and summer of 2019 and had a couple rough races on it and came to find out that I tore my patellar tendon and had been training on it for a while. Um, so it has just been a long road back from that and then a couple two quick comebacks, but doing this one a little bit smarter and taking my time. So hopefully it'll work out a little better for us this time. Seems like you're getting a lot more exercise now. It's about 25 mile ride this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rode 22 this morning. I actually almost PR'd for 20 miles on the bike, which was fucking weird. I don't know how that happened, but like I was out with Jeff and we were just like fucking ripping. That's back up into awesome. Albany. It was so much fun. <laughs> Both of you guys see if it suffered a really rough, uh, yeah, rough, rough fucking, surgeries. Uh, broke his tibia tibia yeah. yeah yeah so good to see both of you guys back uh that's on the running side of things i've uh back to training now so i don't think i've given an update on running very often so yeah i'm back to training again after the 50k uh i don't know if we're ever going to talk about that we'll see if i ever do uh but yeah i'm training for boston now and uh went out to go visit zach and have some uh running out with uh old witty and uh Woody and Dietrich this past weekend up in Ann Arbor. So got to experience some of the hills and uh, got to experience uh, Ferry Field. So it was cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I would like to see that. Beautiful campus. Just, uh, it just sucks that they don't win that much. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, I like, when I was younger, I'll, I'll probably get a tiny bit of shit. I don't, I don't really associate like too heavily with Ohio State. I, not like outwardly anyways, but like when I was younger, I loved Michigan for some reason. And, like, I thought, like, the big house was, like, the coolest stadium in the world. And then when it came time to actually look at schools, I was like, nah, fuck Michigan. I don't <laughs> want to go there. <laughs> I, like, never even went and looked at the campus. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I've still never been to Ann Arbor. I you, live you go through, hours away. You go through Ann Arbor, and it's, like, it's actually a very beautiful place. Yeah. But then you're just like, oh, no wonder why you guys are smug as shit. So... Yeah, because it slaps there. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got our hungover asses gone on a ten mile run on a on Sunday. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know if this story is actually like just an appropriate for this. So I, I also haven't practiced it. So uh, one day I'll tell the story <laughs> on a different podcast. But anyways, um, we're gonna start talking about talking about track. We've had a crazy crazy uh, month. Since the, uh, I think it's already, uh, it's been less than a month since the uh, Olympic trials and uh, running hasn't stopped just because the United States stopped running their Olympic trials. Yeah, that is very true. We've had a crazy craziness of the Diamond League. And actually, we had a question about what the Diamond League is. And uh, Evan, can you, can you give, a, give a description of what the Diamond League would be uh, to somebody that doesn't know what the Diamond League is? Oh, goodness. Uh, so the Diamond League is essentially just a series of track races and field competitions in Europe and Asia and the U.S., correct? Mm -hmm. Do they have them anywhere else? I don't think so. Um, but, yeah, just like a, a cool, like, summer track series. It's it's one of, like, the only big ones in the world. So it's a, it's a cool little thing. There is... It's a weird kind of setup too, because not every race is run. Like every race can be run at the at the Diamond League, but not every race is a Diamond League event. Yeah, that is weird. I still don't really understand that. So like, but. you could have the hundred or the four hundred in the event, but like it might not actually be a Diamond League event. So it actually, like, you're not gonna have a really great field. Uh, there's also some weird events so ever so happen so often. So you have a mile instead of a fifteen hundred. You have a three k instead of a. Uh, or you have a two mile instead of a three k. Like things will be a little bit strange out there. But, I do uh, like when they do the two miles. Two I do miles too. A fun race. Yeah, because nobody's. Ever, I, I want to see somebody break eight again. Yeah, I know. Like Daniel Coming. Dude, going, and I feel like it could happen right now. Like it would be really cool if it did. I feel like there's at least a couple guys who could probably do it. Which we'll we'll chat about that because yeah. actually I have a question <laughs> about like about some of those some of these records uh, that have been around for a pretty long time, which. On that topic, we've seen a couple records. The oldest record in the book, in the, in the current, you know, uh, the, their oldest record currently, as of that moment, was broken at one of these meets. The 400 hurdles, male oh, yeah. 400 hurdles, was broken uh, at. Was it which which event was that? Was uh, that Oslo? Stockholm. It was Oslo. Oslo. Yeah. It was the first event after the Olympic trials. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, Carson Warholm said, uh, you know, Bry, <laughs> you ran well. You ran well. You're number two all the time, and that's fantastic. But, you know, um, we're going to make huh? it we're going to make it fun at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, nothing coming, buddy. Because he goes ahead and runs the Olympic. He runs the world record. And OK, I let's run. There's a lot of things really wrong. Uh, but there, I don't think I didn't read much about this race on Let's Run. So they, thankfully, I avoided it. So they did, <laughs> yeah. So they did a description of like a uh, a preview for the Olympic trials, uh, or not the Olympic trials, the Olympics, and one of them was uh, on Karsten versus Rye. And how the description of it is, they're complete opposites. So Karsten is the kind of person that gets on the line and he starts yelling. He really puts up a show. He's like hmm. really, really loud, really, really bolsterous. It's fantastic. It's not he's cocky. Like a, he's just like a not like a villain figure, but like he's like the one that like stands out from the crowd a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's not arrogant at all. It's just like he's just like pumped just up like to, be there. to be there. Yeah, that's cool. I dig that. Uh, and he goes out hard. He hmm. oh, like by the time you hit one fifty, he probably's cleared the field already. Rye's very, very much a little bit more reserved. Yeah, he's more of like a sit-and-wait kind of guy. And he races exactly the same way. Last yeah. 150 is where you got to watch out for him. Yeah. Dude, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be cool. Uh, Olympic 400-meter hurdles is going to be very cool. Uh, That's why I got that event for the uh, World Championships next year. I think I did, too. It was like, why? what are you most excited to watch? I'm like, I'm very excited to watch the 400 hurdles. I don't remember what days I got or what is on the days that I got because I got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. But I know uh, it's a men's 10K. It might be Tuesday, actually. You might be gone. Is it? Yeah. Ah, I think it's. I think. Well, I'm doing Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. So so. I think it's. I think it might be the 400 hurdles and the 1500. Yeah, that's right. That's wild. Women's 15 is in those days, too. Uh, Which, uh, if any of the listeners are planning on going to the the, uh, World Championships next year, get your boys up. We're gonna have some great times out there. We have a whole squad coming out there. That weekend or that week that we're there, that's going to be some debauchery, probably. <laughs> it's gonna take me about a month and a half to look at my bank account because I'm gonna be terrified. I'm, yeah, yeah, it's not gonna be pretty. I don't want to say I'm thinking about possibly putting fish tour on hold for that, but I might be. Ooh. As in next summer, I'm dug in this. <laughs> that that's saying a lot that's yeah. really saying a lot uh but i think <clears throat> i mean there's a lot of events that are happening at the olympics like every event's happening at the olympics but i think the 400 hurdles might be like one of the marquee events 400 hurdles is going to be very cool um i do think that the 15 is going to be very good um I think the 15 is going to be very cool, uh, especially with Chariot getting back in. And I think Stewie Mack is kind of on a tear right now. Between? Yeah. Just awesome. ran 328 and 348 within like a week of each other. So like pretty fit, pretty fit there. Yeah. Be cool. Ingram Britson. Yeah. We're not even talking about him yet. I know. Um, I'm stoked on him still, um, but I wanted to see him close like a tiny bit quicker against Chariot. He like, I don't know. He looked like he kind of got gapped like pretty easily, but, or I guess couldn't respond quite, quite as well, but it'll be cool. Yeah. I'm excited for it. And, uh, I mean, right now we see... Like let's let's just kind of go through Oslo to start off with. Oslo had uh, for the broadcast window we had a three thousand meter uh, men to start off with, and then that one, I think that would have was that one wasn't as uh, that was Kajelcha going seven twenty six. Yeah, that was dummy fast. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's legit. And he had been kind of quiet too. Like, I feel like he hadn't really been around much since he... Had switched over to... Uh, no, since he since he ran the mile. Um, or maybe I'm, like, skipping a year or something. Because <laughs> he went he went 
12.48 or 12.49. And then he ran that mile indoors. That was crazy fast. Yeah, wasn't that like 2019, though? Yeah. And then and he's, he's, he was just like silent after Well, that, he would switch like. to NOP, didn't he? And then he ended up like... Well, NOP folded. Yeah, and then NOP folded there, yeah. and he went quiet. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> this is number four all time at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, the names ahead of him. I mean, you have uh, Daniel Komen at 7.20. You have, uh, I think, El Garouge had it 723, and then Bekele had 724. And that was that crazy time period where everybody was going after the 3K. Yeah. I mean, you had a 3 bring back the 3K. I want to see, like, some 3K grinding next year. Like, it, like that should definitely happen. I feel like there had to be, like, a time period where, like, well, the 90s were weird because you also have, like, that you have the rule for, I think it's the Bupka rule, or like he would get a he would get a world record in a pole vault and then just like stop huh. and then get his bonus and then just <laughs> go to the next stop like I'm like that's some, that's freaking genius. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean even I mean Jacob Rop I mean ran 7:30. It was a pretty deep race. You had I mean five guys under uh, 7:35. The other Ingram Bridgestone Philip actually ran 7:34 there too. Yeah. That's so, a solid. That's a solid result for not him. A, I feel like not a not a bad. Especially, I mean, he's more known as a fifteen hundred guy. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have race. from there. That's 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 the race that Karsten Warholm went up and just like dropped the hammer. Forty six point yeah. seven world record. I mean, when when Allison dos Santos, who was two. I remember seeing it on my on my timeline two or three years ago. He was the guy who was like, Dos Santos just to like drop the hammer. And like he was running 47, 47 uh, low. He runs 47 point, imagine running 47.38 in the 400 <laughs> hurdles and getting beat by three quarters of a second. Insane. Wild. Insane. Ah. It's, I mean, between those three, I mean, Dos Santos is like a tier below, but who knows? Like those two, Ryan and Karsten are, are definitely ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. But pulled uh, Allison. Are we, thinking, are we thinking maybe a world record race at, at the Olympics? Was it going to take a world record away? I think so. I think so too. I think so. <laughs> I think so too. Oh, that's good. That's going to be fantastic to watch. And then from there, I mean, you have. All right. And so begins. Uh, I asked a question and. Uh, and we're just gonna call it. We're just gonna call it from the very beginning. Um, we are a uh, Kate Grace uh, supporters club here. Um, I do like Kate Grace. We are. Uh, we, we. I root we, for her big time. I like her. We here at uh, at Track Talk with uh, with Chris Evan support Kate Grace because Kate Grace is on a tear, and the tear begins <laughs> at Oslo. Tear begins there. So Kate Grace comes out. And says, you know, I didn't qualify for the Olympics. I'm going to jump on a plane. I go, go pop off in Europe for a couple weeks. <laughs> and I'm not just going to, I'm not just going to win a Diamond League meet. I'm going to make a statement at a Diamond League meet. And I'm going to win by 1.1 seconds and run a personal <laughs> best and run 157.6. So this is what we call the start of Kate Grace's Revenge Tour. <laughs> Because I asked a question to everybody on the uh, to everybody on my followers, I, I asked them. I said, uh, "Hey, what would you say is the most exciting thing about the last couple weeks of uh, racing?" And uh, pretty much uh, across the board, let me let me just let me just let let me just let you know what everybody was saying about this. So we had Kate uh, Grace. Kate Grace. Kate Grace <laughs> fucking everybody up in the Diamond League. Kate Grace's comeback. War home for sure. Good call. Colin runs and lifts. Uh, Wes, Kate Grace. Kate Grace in her blazing of Europe after missing the Olympic team. And then uh, Kate Grace summer, duh. <laughs> so, like, needless to say, here and uh, people that follow me, big Kate Grace supporters. The Kate Grace Revenge Tour has begun. <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, coming out from like, I mean, 
I would say, unfortunately, in, in this sport, the Olympics is such an important thing, which it should be, but it's mm-hmm. to a point where it can define careers. Mm-hmm. Um, to see this is, I mean, I think it shows. Yeah, it, it's cool because it's like, um, it's like a lot of times I feel like we see people just kind of like give up on their season, but like there are enough avenues for racing that like, people can go and keep chasing times even if they don't make an Olympic team and like Grace coming out and running 157.6 and then 157.2 back to back to back is like pretty legit and very cool um, the Monaco 800 was sick too it was very good the Monaco 800 was awesome it's right now I mean we're seeing Kate Grace is just uh, – like, I – it's tough to say because, like, that race itself, nobody was being a thing move. No. No. And I don't think anybody's being uh, – I, 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 I mean, Laura Muir's kick was really good. Do you think she can beat a thing move? Uh, I don't know. Also, her last name is pronounced Mo. Mo. It All right. Mo. There we go. Yeah. I think it's a thing Mo. Um, but I don't know. That's going to be a really cool race. Um, like Laura Muir had a really good kick, but I like, I would, I would throw a thing Mo in my like fan club group as well. Like she's pretty cool. <laughs> her her she's, interview she's about, cool. her interview about getting on to the, Dude, uh, the four by four team. Yeah. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So good. That's exactly what we want from our athletes. Like, she just has a great personality, and you want to root for her. You absolutely want to root for her. Um, and then, I mean, it's just, just fantastic. Like, now, I, I think, I mean, she got blocked in. I, I think, Kate, I mean, Kate Grace went after it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I, I went back and I watched those races today, actually. Um, and she she put herself in really good position in pretty much all of them. Yeah. Um, like especially the uh, Stockholm one. Uh, that race was awesome. And with three hundred to go, I don't think I watched that race like right when it happened. I think today might have been the first time I watched it. Um, but she was like, I thought she was in real solid position with like three hundred to go. And she definitely, I think she can definitely do well in like a trials setting. I feel like this is probably just more practice for like a trials-esque environment. Um, So I feel like, I feel like we'll still see some big things from her pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, it's still early. You're going to have that break for the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, And at this point, like, you can go hit another little like small block and then go back mm-hmm. in and just like run it. Like you're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna be really tired, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. Um, yeah, I mean, and then from there you have, I mean, yeah, like then you have Stockholm. Timothy Terriot is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timothy was actually left out the team originally. Yes, he was left out the Kenyan team. He was fourth at the Kenyan trials, I believe. And he was not going to be actually in the, in the actual race. And, uh, you know, he said, uh, Athletics Kenya. Let me on the team. <laughs> and they said, okay, sir. <laughs> and that race was insane. I mean, it's a, I mean, he, he really showed his dominance there. Like, Took down, I mean, it wasn't a crazy, crazy, like, it wasn't a, I wouldn't say it's a great, it was a great field, but he, like, just the way he ran it, just, just control, complete control. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, from there, you also have somebody that got shouted out in the, uh, somebody got shouted out in the comments, and that's uh, Shamir Little. Shamir Little actually ran really well as well. Mm. She ran a 52 point, uh, 52.39 personal best. Uh, her season, her personal best before that was fifty two point seven five. So it goes out and just goes out and says, you know, I'm gonna go 
continue to PR. <laughs> Get after it. That is cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Any 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 other big things that you saw from the Diamond Leagues at all? Um, what else did I have in here? We had Monaco. Monaco balled out. Yeah, Monaco 15 was cool. I went back and looked. Um, what were there this year? Four guys under under 330? Yeah. Um, I went back and looked because I was curious as to what the, I guess, deepest race at Monaco was. Um, back in 2013, I think, there were like eight guys under 330 in that race. Like, super cool. Was that the one with uh, Kiprop that took them through? Um, it might have been. The race when, uh, yeah, when he ran 326. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Nasty. I think it was that year. He's also, I think, the most beautiful sprite I've ever seen. I don't know. He always made me uncomfortable. He looks like a spider. There. There. <laughs> I just think he had the most, like, just the most comfortable stride. Long ass legs. Just could, could... It was insane. Um, um, what do you think of Hopple and Murphy's performances at the Diamond League? Dog shit. Left a lot to be desired yeah. going into the Olympics. But... I, I'm more, I don't want to do the same thing that I did before the trials and like same thing we all did. Yeah, and like count Clayton Murphy out. But he's made me nervous twice now. Fool me once. Fool me twice, won't get fooled again. <laughs> whatever he said. <laughs> uh, that old guy. Oh boy. George Bush. <laughs> George Bush. Uh well. I would say, if we're talking about those two, that's something about to talk about an Angel Amos. Yeah, dude. Back under 143. He's back, but did he look relaxed? No. He never looks relaxed. fucking awful all the uh, time. <laughs> I, think Mo- I think Monaco is the best meet of the year so far. I would agree. I mean, he, just from a distance standpoint, Tiffany Chariot, like him and... It was that him and uh, him, Katir, and Inga Brinson. Dude, Mo Katir. What the fuck? Who is this man? <laughs> Enter stage 11. <laughs> Mo Katir. Uh, that's uh, that's going to be, we're going to, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll like, focus in on him in a second. But that who, race. Who? <laughs> uh, Stewie McSween, though, is having it. He's having a good year. year. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's a, it's a shame. That he had to run against uh, Timothy Chariot and like Boy Wonder Inga Brinson, but like, <laughs> and then a random Katir out of yeah. there. But I mean, that race was insane, and it was like that. I, I don't, was, I don't know if Chariot was actually picked right after the three thirty two, but he was definitely picked after that race. Yeah. The I mean, who athletics? Can are you really not going to take a three twenty eight guy? Yeah. We just beat the guy that's probably the guy you have to worry about the most in comparison. Yeah. Like, Dude, can you imagine if that happened in the U.S.? Like, if if someone just went out and ran, like, a balls-out time after the trials, and then there was, like, this big controversy of, like, the internet trying to get the, the U.S. Olympic Committee to let someone else on. I mean, technically... I feel like they you could... You have a guy that just ran number two in the U.S. Yeah. this year. What's his name? Uh, Kobe Alexander. Yeah, yeah, did that. I wrote about him. Hey. <laughs> I have some notes on him. Uh, uh, well, the crew game must be. It's tomorrow. Oh, they just like lit up super bright over there. And if from there, uh, I kind of want to talk about something that like I, I think this was this was a uh, was it this race that like broke my heart. Uh, Emma Coburn. Oh my God! You know, there's there's a lot that happens, uh, and and, yeah. and sometimes I just like I look at something and I'm like, I need to go back to bed. And uh, the steeple, yeah. steeple likes to break your heart. Dude, I was at work. Um, I work at Fleet Feet Columbus, by the way. I'm in a running store all the time. Um, I was watching that race at work, and. <clears throat> I like turned around while I was helping a customer, like right as she fell. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> why? <laughs> but like, you saw that fall coming from like 600 out. I know. They looked 
like they were. Exactly. You know, like, oh, so but you would have broke, broke nine. Yeah, probably. I mean, that's like a big Evan Jagger situation. Uh, like she, like her energy was just zapped after that fall. Yeah. But. You know, actually, she came off the, the water barrier. Like, as soon as she came up to the water barrier, I was just like, "Yeah, oh no!" Yeah, I was like, "Oh no, this is gonna happen again, isn't it? It's gonna happen again, isn't it?" It happened again. Uh, uh, in other steeple news, uh, apparently, uh, some people don't know how to ring the bell on the right lap. That man's face. Did you see his face as soon as he realized no, that he didn't. kicked the lap early? Oh no, my god. Like, so the steeple happens and uh who was it was a guy that I don't know very well at all. Uh so uh it was Keegan. Ke- uh Bernard Keegan or Benjamin Keegan. Uh the bell rings a lap early and the man starts kicking <laughs> and he, he's he's looking good until he realizes that he's kicked it a lap early and the man's <laughs> face is jeez he goes from kicking like he goes from winning at about 2600 yeah to uh losing and getting seventh place and Germa ends up win- uh, Lameka. Germa ends up winning it and runs up eight oh seven. He runs eight fifteen. It was heartbreaking. But also, it's wide open. I think the people, the men's people, is wide open right now. I would agree. There's a. Uh, I feel like I haven't seen any like seven fifty five, seven fifty seven races this year. Like yeah, everyone's running eight oh five to eight ten, and like if that's a a little bit more of like a tactical race, like that could be very cool. Hillary Bohr didn't look didn't look good. No. A little bit back. What did he run at the trials? Eight oh nine? Eight eleven? Did he run that fast? Maybe he was in the eighteens. Okay. I believe like he did not I mean, it's hard. I uh, I don't know. I I don't think he's gonna be in the in the middle contention at all. Because, like, the steeple doesn't typically yeah, go know. tactical. Yeah, that's true. Like, if it was tactical, like, that man can kick. Yeah, that's true. I guess steeple's never tactical. Ketter looked awful, 818, comparatively. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to say 818 and saying it looks awful. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are they the – how many guys go off and, like, really run Diamond League before the Olympics? It's hard to say. I don't. I mean, it's four years, five years ago is quite yeah, a while. Yeah, that's a while. Um, I'm not I'm, sure. I would be interested. I might check on that. I re- I always remembered that uh, that Camboy always sucked leading up to <laughs> the World Championships or the Olympics, like to okay. the point where like he almost was ne- like almost wasn't picked for a, for a team. Like he was that bad, but huh. then you see him at the Olympics and like or the World Championships. <laughs> And the man, and I, I would argue that, that he has, he's, he's one of those guys that I think can tap into his top speed quicker than any other distance we've ever seen. Like it takes, it looks yeah, like it takes him fewer steps to get yeah. into his top speed. He's like two steps and he's gone. Yeah. That's and true. you can't stop that man. Yeah. When he was at his peak, you could not stop that man. Like you knew it's like. You knew, like, 250 to go, the man was going to, like, go boss the wall. And then within, <laughs> within like, within another 30 seconds, you're going to see him salsa dance. Yep. Dude, I like I like when guys race like that, when it they have, like, kid on the playground energy. And they just, like, sprint away. And they're like, ha, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I also miss having a... We a, know I'm the fastest kid in the grade. <laughs> I also miss having villains in the steeple. Because it was him and... Uh, Rudo. No. Him, uh, Benabad, the French guy. Oh. Um, the guy that fought a... Uh, that fought the... Oh, I don't think I remember that. He fought a mascot after the race. It was great. Oh, I feel like that's a little bit further back. Him and Ben... So, Benabad and... Uh, oh, boy. 
I'll give you a small pour. If you like it, I'll yeah. give you a little bit longer. So Tiny bit. We are drinking uh, the abomination that's called Smooge. Strawberry and banana. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, it's a strawberry and that's banana. Like yeah. It's like coconut milk. I've never had it. My allergies are really bad. And... Uh, I had a smoothie at lunch. And it's just like immediate reminding, or immediately reminding, <laughs> reminding me of that. <laughs> it's a smoothie. It's a, it's, it's a smoothie uh, seltzer. That's what that is. Yeah. If you don't like it, you can toss it in my cup. I mean, I'll finish it, but like, <laughs> not something that I would drink otherwise. Yeah, I could probably only have one of these, uh, and then I'm gonna get a big tummy ache, and I'm gonna go to bed after that. Yeah, uh, this. So, weird college story time. Um, there was. This would have been my freshman year. Um, the house that I used to hang out at and wound up living at got really randomly into this uh liqueur <laughs> called hot sex what and we used to <laughs> well we did this one time we did not used to do this all the so time. so what is this, this liqueur it's like it's like shitty baileys ah. but like chocolatey it's like chocolate milk or it's weird oh my god uh, like bad disgusting and there's one time me and two other guys um, who there's a picture of this because we're all wearing matching sweatshirts with our friend's face on it. Um, we bought a handle of this and drank glasses of it <laughs> for a night. <laughs> and I had the worst fucking stomach ache of my entire life the next morning. And it was awful. <laughs> oh my God. Stupid ass shit. <laughs> uh, I had a habit of buying uh, my senior year. Uh, I'd walk around with peppermint schnapps and Hershey's chocolate. Oh my god! It tasted like uh, peppermint patties. Yeah, peppermint patties. It's great. No, those it was are great gross. until the next morning. Those, and are, gross. those are gross. Those are gross. Hey, hey. Those are gross. <laughs> I love peppermint patties. Those are gross. <laughs> uh, I think the final thing we can talk about is London is probably the worst island leg meat that I've ever seen. I wouldn't go that far. Why do you say that? Fast times weren't run. At all. Didn't Katir run seven twenty seven? I don't think he did it at London. Yeah, that was. A did London. he London? Yeah. Did he do it at London? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, Katir seven twenty seven, McSwain seven twenty eight. Yeah. I am wrong. <laughs> I am completely wrong. And um, dude, that was a good race. Um, Andy Butchart or Butchart, I don't know how you say his last yeah. name. Um, ran seven thirty five. He got what seventh at London in 2016 in the 5k yeah. like he could sneak up and do pretty well um Jacob Crop has been racing pretty solid I mean, as he well. ran 330 yeah okay. he did yeah um Patrick Dever the kid from Tulsa that won the 10k at NCAAs ran 737 it's pretty solid is he still at Tulsa yeah is that a uh, second all-time uh collegiate all dates I think behind Who's collegiate record? Chalenga, maybe. Maybe like not I don't. Like I'll ran for Washington. Find it. Rub? No, it's not Rub. Is it? We'll cut this out regardless. Three K. No, we can leave it in. Just shows how fucking dedicated we are. <laughs> Three K, three K, three K. Henry Rono. Oh, really? Wow, nineteen seventy-eight. Hmm. And Rudy Chapa has yeah. the. Uh, oh, it would be Rudy Chapa then, and he would have been close too, like point eight off. No, this might be a little bit outdated because they said he was number two all time, but he his time was ahead of Chapa. I think it was outside of season because it's outside of season. Oh, oh, I thought I had all day. Post season, like, yes. Postseason would be, be seven thirty-two, but still, both of them for the seventies. Those are legit yeah. records. 
dang, that's a that's a good list. If you're on Alistair that... Craig, Ed Cheserek. Jim Ryan still has the uh, postseason on for the fifteen for the fifteen hundred. Some wow. of these are old, man. Yeah. Wow. Why was I thinking Chilango ran like a ridiculous three K? Because he ran a ridiculous five uh, K. Yeah, that's true. And he also what ran he like three fifty two. Like in college or three fifty something? Yeah, three fifty two. Chez has that record now, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. Was it Boston? I, I think, think he does because he yeah. took it from uh, Miles Batty. Did he? Okay. Because no, uh, didn't Chez take it from Chilenga though? Or is that? Oh yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it was Fernandez. Batty, Chilanga, and uh, and Chesrek. Okay. Call in if you if, you, if we're wrong. <laughs> Dude, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's what we're here for. Uh, we're here to have at least as accurate as we can be, as accurate as Wikipedia tells us. <laughs> um, but as far as um, speaking on that, it was a, it was a little subject. Katir, what do you think about Katir? Uh. He is a metal threat, I feel like. Um, only in 5K? Is he only in the 5K right now? Uh, I think. I was trying as hard as I possibly could to find like full entry lists for the Olympics, and they like don't exist. So for those people that don't know anything about the uh, IWAF or the SITF or anything like that, uh, they, are, they are a very lackluster governing body. That makes it really tough to follow the sport. We love the sport very much, but it's so hard to fucking figure out exactly where <laughs> things are at. Or like the only reason that I knew about the next topic we're going to talk about is because, uh, what was it? I think I saw somebody tweet about it. And that's the only way you're able to find this shit. Cause like, otherwise like, okay, well, this is not going to be fun. Um, but yeah, our sport does an awful job of being able to actually educate us <laughs> and let us know. Like even your diehard fans, uh, let us know what the heck's going on. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but Katir, <laughs> Katir, uh, I don't know if I. I'm pretty sure he's only. I'm pretty sure he could be in the 15 and five, but I don't really know what the overlap on that is. Yeah, I need to look closer at the actual schedule. So assuming, of the uh, let's assume that that let's assume he's doing the fifteen, and then let's assume he's only doing the five. Like, if he's in the fifteen, I mean, he's he's in top three. You got Chariot, you got Ingebrigtsen. Actually, there's four: Chariot, Ingebrigtsen, uh, five. No, a five. Dude, with I Brock? feel like I feel like the fifteen is like mildly open. Especially in like final style races where it's like gonna be sit and kick and I don't think they're gonna although leave with it, chariot in the race I don't know they're not gonna either. leave it to a three fifty race like they did in the last Olympics yeah like I think they've learned oh it'll be cool though I'm excited Centro <laughs> wins another Olympics dude what if Centro wins again that would be wild I couldn't congratulate him because he hasn't blocked. <laughs> Matt Centrowitz, if you hear this, unblock Chris. I didn't it might say anything. Take a couple episodes. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just said your coach is a piece of shit. She is. Uh, uh, from there, like <laughs> Katir, uh, it's kind of sus. I would agree. I don't want to say I it, but I'm going to say it. I want it to be. But it's like kind of a McLuffy situation, but also like we just hear about Spain. Uh, there was a pretty big like thing from like Spain uh, where the one of the doctors from at that time said that, uh, what's his name? The old Spanish record holder who won the 92 Olympics in Barcelona was doping. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. That yeah. he, he said he was doping. And like from is it from Gacho is it Gacho, uh, Gacho Gacho one of those two, but like yeah he was say he like he's on record to say that he was doping. Huh. Yeah, yeah that makes me nervous. 
I don't want it to be true because, like, he's really fun to watch race. Yeah. But. Did you have another McLuthy situation, which I'm still kind of like, ah, is Matt, was McLuthy clean? Yeah, I don't know. Is he clean? Is he is he going to be, is he going to come back for the Olympics and be, like, somebody to watch out for, too? Because he's a 143 guy. Yeah, that's true. Is the Mac Daddy at the Olympics? I think he is. Oh I think I saw God. a Let's Run Thread on that. Mac, the Mac Daddy's coming back. I feel like he. There's no way he does well. He's old at this point too. Centro's old at this point. But, yeah, but like, how old is Mac Luffy at this point? Search is the Mac Daddy. <laughs> He's only thirty-three. The guy was racing until he's forty. Still broke. I think he still broke thirteen at like forty. Yeah. I mean, when you got one forty-three speed, you got one forty-three speed. Yeah, that's true. But we'll see. Dang, he's run one forty-two. One forty-two-six. Ooh. That's crazy. And three twenty-eight. Sheesh, those are fast. Those are fast times. The 5K is going to be wild. I don't I don't think Katir has a chance in the 5K. I think he's a 15 and 3K guy. If it gets – now, if it's a uh, – if it's comes down to a, a tactical race, I think you have an El Grouche kind of situation. He could actually go out and win it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he ran – well, he ran 12.50 with uh, – behind uh, Ingebrigtsen. Yeah. Like he can hang, he can hang. I don't know. It'll be it'll be a fun race. You have three three twenty eight guys in a fifth and a five k. Yeah, it's gonna be fast Ooh. at the end, anyways. Don't let it. Don't let it. To, don't leave it to a kick. Not with those guys. Or do it, and we'll get the craziest last lap ever, and it'll be entertaining, anyways. <laughs> hey, it's one in fourteen flat. The fifty point last quarter. Dude, that would be like that would be like a. Uh, the 15 getting one in 350. Yeah. Like yeah. if the U.S. Olympics go or the, the U.S. Olympics, uh, if the Olympics got one in 14 flat or 1410 or something. They're just jogging, just dropping, like dropping a 75. Yeah. Oh my God. Go out in like 10 flat. <laughs> me. And run like 358 at the end. Me <laughs> drunk on the couch, drunk on the couch at, uh, at 8 a.m. I can do that. What's, what's the, uh, is it Wolf on Wall Street? He's like, he's just like fucking on oh, drugs. God, I don't remember. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do that. I can go out in 10 flat. I could be in that race. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to just clear through this real quick. We got some bounce, oh, another couple of bounce backs uh, from the post trials. Uh, we have a uh, same day Kobe Alexander and Joe Santa Norris. Colby Alexander is going to make the world team in 2022. Putting down that gauntlet right now. Number two in the U.S. Yeah. This year runs a 333? 333? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was .01 behind Ingles. Yep. Well, you have, I mean, Centro's going to be back. Hawker's yeah. going to be back. I don't know. I feel like... The Goose is back? I'm a, bi- I'm a big Colby fan, though. I am, I'm, I, a, I'm I heard, a Kobe Alexander fan. Didn't you guys say he has like the best Instagram? His Instagram has been good since like 2013. It's like John Mayer status, what you guys were saying. <laughs> Honestly, like the humor is very similar. Like I would like to see them collaborate on a project. I think that would be very, very fun. I still need to follow that. Um, I mean, like, you... And it's been good for a long time. Like he did the Liberty Mile in uh, 2013. And... He did the like this awesome road mile in Pittsburgh. Um, it's have I think Craig Engels is running there. It's in a couple weeks in Pittsburgh or this weekend in Pittsburgh. Um, but it was in like 2013, and he put up this awesome like four Instagram post series of him like I just got this note from the race director that there's a right turn in the Liberty Mile course. And I've only been making left turns this whole season. This has to be a mistake. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And then he's like on the phone. And he's like, 
what if I don't want to? <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Is that the one they got? And I was like 17 when it, yeah. I was like 17 and like watching this all happen. And like, I have a picture of me like fanboying with like Jordan McNamara after oh. the race. And like, like Kobe Alexander is like a genuinely funny person. And like, I'm rooting for him for sure. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, well, let's, let's talk about just set Norris real quick. Oh yeah. 359. Mm-hmm. She's having it. She's uh, engaged to Robbie Andrews. Is that? Is that what that is? Oh, is she? I believe oh, so. I don't know about that. If it's not, I'm going to cut that. Um, <laughs> but she's having an amazing year. 359. Yeah. I don't that, just at Norris, I think sub 15 this year too. Like, I don't know. She is somebody that like is, I, I don't even know who she was coming into this year. Yeah, I would agree. Um, 359 is very, very fast. And and top 10 all time for the U.S.? Yeah, and she took down some some big names in that race. Um, or like real solid names, anyways. Reebok, uh, Reebok Track Club? Reebok Boston Track Club? Yeah, Boston Track Club. Yeah. Boston Track Club's good. Good stuff. They're though. good. I'm a big fan. Of, like I'm a big fan of some of these other clubs just getting a lot of shine. They deserve it. They're, they're really doing well for the sport. Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, get on you. I want to really talk real quick on uh, Kring Ingles. Uh, first of all, the drama. There's beef. I didn't see it. What happened? Centro. Centro is like oh, what is Centro shit talking on, uh, on uh, Craig Ingles. So, uh, what was, let me figure that exactly what Craig, or what, uh, Matt Centrowitz said. Uh, he, it was bad. Like, I was like, oh, there's actually like, uh, I can't find it. But he was blasting Ingles on Instagram. Hmm. And it's like, you were doing, basically, like, you were doing all this stuff during the season, but it doesn't matter. You're not going to something like that. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I like Centro a lot. I wish he could just like win gracefully, maybe. <laughs> I I'm actually like, I'm gonna have some bias because like it does have me blocked on Twitter, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I think you need a villain. I'm a big fan of it. I think you need somebody that's going to be. I, I, you know, I like having confidence in the sport, and we don't have yeah, confidence that's fair. in the sport. That's fair. We have a lot of people that talk about it and say like, "Oh, how like interview them," and it's just like, "Yeah, training's been going well. I just had a really great training block, and uh, you know, we're just <laughs> going to go back and we're just going to keep training, and then we're going to see what happens." I'm like, "No, let's have some fun. Let's have somebody that's going to be like, <laughs> all right, like, all right, I'm sick of these kids fucking talking shit. Like, what are you going to be out on the race day? Like, let's have some drama." Let's have some drama and uh, let's see where it goes from there. Uh, on the other side of things, Craig Ingalls has really shown himself to be a very, very good person. He posted on his Instagram oh, yeah, saying sure. that he was going to do a uh, summer series where he's going to try to pace people out to go sub four. Yeah. To get their first sub four. Yeah. Says he remembers his first sub four and he said they cra- it's like a Craig Ingalls tour. That's pretty cool. That's fucking awesome. That's a cool thing. That's For how you sure. get back to the sport, and like, yeah. as like, I him him on that uh, beer mile podcast was fantastic. Like, like the guy actually sounds like a very good guy. Sounds like somebody that I would cheer on. Yeah, yeah. like it's your typical like it's it's like you kind of look at him. And he's like, oh, it's a guy that out a van down by the river, and like <laughs> he looks like a uh, uh, he, he he just he looks like he just kind of stone college kid. But it's like the guy <laughs> the guy. Gently wants to get back to sport and to see that mm-hmm. to be selfless enough to say like kind of take it on the chin and say like I didn't make quite honestly the biggest thing that I need to do in my career mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go back and say yeah it sucks but I'm gonna come back and yeah and you know what he might get the chance to still run because uh, Cole Hawker's not vaccinated <laughs> and uh, if Cole Hawker can't run guess who's in yeah. Angels is in. 
that'd be a quick turnaround for Angles. To have to get out to Tokyo that fast. I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I would you know already have tickets. I would already have yeah. tickets. Yeah, for sure. I think if I if I'm if I, if I'm his agent, I've already have tickets for him. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Just just any even fly him out just for no reason. <laughs> Dude, that'd be wild. Fuck it. Huh. Yeah, because imagine like it's day of, he gets there, or a couple days before, and he's there, and it's like, oh, like I can't race. And he's like, oh, <laughs> guess you just happened to go visit some friends in Tokyo. <laughs> it's me, Craig Ingalls. Craig at the. All right, so from there, uh, AJ Wilson runs the 157 in a heat mm-hmm. with a. Uh, with men. I just had the results of that up. Uh, Winner was 150 point, I believe. That was a cool race. Um, I like her, like, really sticking in that race and, like, I don't know, like, going out in a race that would go out a little bit faster than a, a women's race and stuff like that. Like, um, I don't know. I think it just shows that she would be that she's really prepared for like I guess any style of race. Yeah. Um, like any race that's going to go out fast, like she'll still be in it for the most part. So I'm a big fan of it at this point. Like it's hard, especially when you're that good. Uh-huh. When you're a female running that stack good, it's so hard to have any woman pace you. Mm-hmm. Like look at the 5K, look at the 10K. Like, who's going to be able to yeah, pace out, like, true. Hassan or, like, uh, Ayana? Like, you're running 29, is it 29.20 or 29.30? You could be running sub-15 to pace them out the first 5K. Yeah. You're running your fucking PR. <laughs> it's insane. That so, is like, pretty seeing, wild. being able to have, like, I, I'm a big fan of these summer series that really don't matter. Like, go out and just go go out and run with men and see how fast it can go. Yeah. And see, and try, and like you said... Try out something different. Yeah. Speaking of Hassan, did you see the news? Wild Olympic schedule. Hassan said she's gonna. Hassan said something along the lines of like, "I don't medals don't matter to me. Like making a statement or like make like making history does." That's cool. <laughs> like, and what that what that means is she might try to triple at the Olympics. That would be nuts. Fifteen hundred, five k, ten k. That's nuts. Like, that's a lot of of running. <laughs> uh, and we're just gonna go over Sifan Hassan's PRs right now. Uh, Hassan has. 351 or 353. Uh, 156 for the 8, she... 156 for the 8. Uh, 1500, 351. World record in the mile, 412. Yeah. 818 in the 3K. 1422 in the 5K. And 29 of 06. Sheesh. She broke the world record and somebody else broke it by like a second. Or two, or like yeah. a couple seconds. Yeah. Within like a couple days of each other that too. Wild. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. Wild. That was cool. <laughs> Thoughts on that? I think that it's a lot. I don't know. I I feel like uh, 15.5.10 is a lot. Oh my god, I think this couch is deflating. It is. Oh, we, have a, we have an inflatable selectional couch that's <laughs> overlooking the Columbus skyline on the top of my roof right now. And the uh, air quality outside is horrendous right now. <laughs> yeah, it is not rough certified at all. No, not in the slightest. <clears throat> to tell you about the schedule on this, uh, this is Stefan Hassan's insane schedule. July 30th would be the 5,000, the heats for that. August 2nd would be the 1,500 heats. August 2nd again would be the five the 5,000 final. Damn, she's going to have to do a final after heats. August 4th, 1,500. August 4th, 1,500 semifinal. August 6th, 1500 final. And August 7th, 10,000 final. I 
don't see how it's going to work out. <laughs> to be honest, that is a lot. And, like, unless she's, like, I don't know what her training looks like, but I don't know. She's going to have to run six races in eight days. That's a lot. Is it Lasse Varian who did that, that that triple at the Olympics? Was it him? Did he? Was it the one that did the marathon? Oh, he did do the marathon. 5K, 10K marathon. Yeah. Would this be in the time period that we're in now? If somehow... <laughs> Someone has a drone. <laughs> if by chance... She meddled in all three. Let's even just say meddled in all three. Yeah. That would be... Would that be the greatest performance in, um, in, in distance history? Probably. I mean, like... Well, then you have to get into is... In women's 15, history. I think yeah. in women's oh, history. Yeah, it is. for sure. I would agree. Because then we start going into, like... I, I, in my opinion, I think the two best the two best performances this is history would probably be the uh, the uh, it's it would be El Garouge at the 2004 Olympics where he closed in like a 146, <laughs> and yeah. then uh, it would be I think the best double would probably be uh, Bekele where he closed in like 7:30 and like. He went sub thirteen in that that five k. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Neo eight, like, but if she if she triple gold, just the greatest. It's the greatest. Yeah. Oh, if she triple gold, that would be like unheard of. <laughs> I don't think it is anything better than that. Yeah, I would agree. Well, I mean, what do you think the what do you think the hardest triple there or like combination would be? Like eight, fifteen, five, fifteen, five, ten. Uh, fifteen, five steeple. Oh my god! <laughs> We're gonna throw a marathon out of the out of that because like that's just not possible in this day and age. Yeah, that wouldn't happen now. But. Like because it'd be a ten k steep, a ten k, a ten k marathon would probably be the most like common double that you could see there. Yeah, but did, like well, Rupp did it. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Rupp did it just a few years ago. Yeah, but the steeple fifteen. Steeple 15 5k because it could technically be like somebody could be very good at all three. Yeah, that would be the most insane thing. That would be cool. There's no federation that would allow it <laughs> unless, like, your like the country doesn't have anybody. Yeah, uh, but we'll end this on a lighter note. <laughs> uh, the bad situation at the Tokyo Olympics. <laughs> that is silly. Paul Chalimo has a great Twitter. <laughs> and, you know, Chalimo has just been going ham on Twitter about these bets and saying, like, so, Paul Chalimo, bets to be installed in Tokyo Olympic Village, we made a cardboard. That is aimed at avoiding intimacy among athletes. <laughs> Bets will be able to withstand the weight of a single person to avoid situations beyond sports. I see no problem for distance runners. Even the four of us can do it. <laughs> I can't fly in business. I can't fly. So this is just, it's a continued thread from Chalino. Chalino just said, you know what? Give me 15 minutes. I'm going to be able to put on a show right now. And he said, I can't fly in business players, then sleep on a carton box. Now economy is very perfecto. Those who pee on the bed are at risk here, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, wait, wait. Those who pee on the bed are at risk here, too. Once the carton box is wet, the bed falls over, especially if it sucks at the night before the finals. At this point, I have to start practicing how to sleep on the floor because if my bed collapses, I have no trading sleeping on the floor. I'm done. More added stress heading into Tokyo. And then he said, before... Before, it's the beds there, and after, it's just a bunch of crushed-up cardboard. <laughs> then he says YOLO, and he puts a stepbrothers when they put the beds, that, when they made bunk beds. <laughs> the best one, it's like, we are moving from an era of Breaking Bad to Breaking Bed. 
I can't imagine getting boxed in at the 5K finals and also getting boxed in at the village. Double trouble. And then the, my favorite thing is says, who did this to me? And it is Paul Chalimo when he talked back to the person they stepped on his shoe. And instead, they actually photoshopped that cardboard bed behind him. The van is on another level in terms of what's that's good. good. Uh, it's good. That's good. As far as that, I think that's everything that's been happening recently. Anything anything that anything else you thought? Uh, worth mention? No. I don't uh, I don't think so. We will have a great eight hundred and one hundred at the pre classic, so be ready for that. Uh, Kanye West is coming out with a new album. <laughs> I can't wait. Friday. It's Friday. Friday. Is it Friday? Pop Smoke also has uh, some new stuff in the last week. Very, very good. I I just reached back out to uh, a buddy of mine from from high school um, who I know is super into hip hop because yeah. I hadn't listened to hip hop in a long time. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like I need, uh, I want to like throw some hip hop back in my like listening yeah. regime <laughs> and, or routine. And he was like, oh, for sure, dude, like I'll send you some stuff. And he sent me this like 30 album long list. And he was like, dude, these are probably like my favorites of the last year. Like you should check them out. I'm nice. Like, Fuck yeah. So I've been going through them the last couple of days. So I'm like back in a little hip hop groove. There we go. For a little bit. There we go. Well, we played a lot of hip hop. We went to this place in uh, the middle of Ann Arbor. It was this German bar downstairs, <laughs> the, the downstairs of it. And we played uh, Nuck If You Buck. We played uh, Too Short. We played uh, Ultralight Beam. And then we also played uh, uh, ASAP. Uh, we played Goldie <laughs> by ASAP. And we went wild. We went buck wild in there. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, this is our first time doing this one. This is I've had a lot of fun talking about track. I don't get to for talk sure. about track very much. Uh, Evan, do you ever get to talk about track very much for this long? Uh, not for this long. Yeah, so it's fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. If stuff. you guys enjoyed it, uh, let us know. Uh, send a message out to beersandmiles at gmail.com. If there's anything you guys want us to talk about, even go into more detail about it. I think there's a lot of things that people don't know very much about if you guys don't follow. If you just follow general running, there's a lot of little like intricacies in that. I'd say bullshit that comes with our <laughs> sport that makes it really confusing to follow. Uh, so we'd be happy to be able to go into detail and kind of like really dig into like how our sport works too. Uh, we follow it way more than we should. Um, yeah, if you like if you like the podcast, uh, if you like any part of the podcast, uh, shoot me a message at uh, Beers and Miles on Instagram. Uh, leave five star five star comments, nice comments on uh, iTunes. Give us a follow there. Share it around. You share, I'll share. Like I'm happy to like give you guys shouts as well. Like anything that grow the podcast, I really enjoy that. Evan, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram at Evan Hatton. I'm very inactive on social media right now, but we're doing other things up in the noggin, so. There we go. <laughs> and we also play a lot of video games, too, so if you guys want to play Call of Duty with us, we're down. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> we got our first, we got another dub last night, so. Bro, we're getting, like, three wins a night. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Popping off. <laughs> All righty. Thanks for listening, guys. 021. Come find me. <laughs> All righty. I'll see you.